Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning. So, Rory, you took a stroll around Wexford Town, um, and you weren't best pleased. Why so? Yeah, I suppose it's been a few years since I've been in Wexford. Um, I'm originally from Waterford, um, but live in Dublin now. Um, but it was it struck me two things. Obviously, there's you know a huge amount happening in Wexford, and you know incredible businesses and community um, there. But what struck me was also the huge level of dereliction of derelict buildings, of vacant buildings throughout the city or the town. Um, and I'm sure you know anyone who's been in there recently will be struck by it as well. And, you know, we're in the middle of a housing crisis. I know there are families and individuals being, you know, facing eviction or been evicted from their homes in Wexford, you know, people who are languishing years on social housing waiting lists. And I really just think it's it's unacceptable that we have this level of buildings that are derelict and vacant. And it's not just in Wexford, it's across the country. Um, but it did strike me that it seemed particularly bad in Wexford. All right, can you can you give me an example of what you saw, please, on your travels then? Because I'm told you you are a lecturer in social policy in the Department of Applied Social Studies in Maynooth, and you have over thirty eight thousand followers on Twitter. So uh, those followers who tune in to what you uh, put up there, um, we love to give them a positive picture of Wexford. What were your thoughts then of what you saw? Can you be a bit more descriptive for me, please? Yeah, I suppose it, I am always conscious, you know, there are two sides to this, as I said, you know, when I started, I could see Wexford and, you know, there's so many people trying so hard and, you know, people are living there and they love there. But I suppose it's like everywhere, you know, that we have to highlight, you know, where there are problems. And you can see when you walk up the main street, you walk down any of the side streets, you will see buildings which have, which are clearly derelict, which means that they're you know, structurally falling down at some level. There's, you know, clearly no one living in them. Um, you couldn't live in them. And these are um, buildings in the middle of the town. Um, you see other homes, you know, houses on streets off the main street. Um, and they were clearly vacant, nobody living in them. Um, and, you know, maybe out of a row of 10 houses, there might have been three or four, which were clearly vacant. Um, a lot of them, there was a, quite a few for sale as well, which seemed to be an issue as well when there's high level of turnover of homes as well been sold. And it, and it raises the issue that we do have a problem in this country where people treat, some people who have multiple property ownership, treat property as an investment asset rather than a home. And for different reasons, mm. they decide not to develop it and not to invest in it. And they might sell it on and then they wait for property rises to rise a bit more and then they sell it on again. Um, And so there is a real need, I think, for councils to really tackle this um, and for the government to tackle it as well. And I don't think it's, you know, it's the fault of the people in Wexford. It's been a lack of investment in housing and the allowing of the issue of vacant and derelict property to become this other, you know, disgrace that we have so many vacant and derelict properties across the country. How does Wexford compare to other towns you visited then? Well, you can see, I think there are certain towns across the country which are trying to tackle it. Um, There's places in Mayo, for example, Ballina, I know the council is working very hard, Waterford, similarly. 
I would say I didn't look exactly at the date on it, so I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be fair to make a direct comparison. But looking at it in comparison to some towns, uh, you know, for example, Cork City is really, really bad as well. It has a major problem with dereliction. Um, I would say it's probably pretty similar to towns which are badly affected by dereliction across the country. Um, places like Carrick and Shore are very bad. Tipperary Town, um, but then you've got other towns. Places like Tremor as well, which aren't quite as bad. Um, so, but it does seem like when you look, walk around it, you can see them. There are a lot of derelict and vacant buildings. Okay. You're full of knowledge about housing. You've studied it for years and you've written a book called Gaffs, Why No One Can Get a House. And, and that came out last year. It tells the story of a generation being broken by the housing crisis and how we can solve it. What's the solution? Well, I think the solution is the starting point is that we need to treat housing and the delivery of housing as a home, which means that we stop thinking about it as a property investment asset and we stop thinking about house prices and the value of house prices. And we look at all the buildings we have, all the land we have, and we say, okay, how are we going to meet people's housing needs? How are we going to provide homes? And that does mean changing how we do things. It does mean, I think, the state needs to set up a public home building agency that would directly deliver homes. It would mean compulsory purchasing the vacant and derelict buildings, doing them up, selling them to people who need them as affordable housing or as social housing. It means looking at our whole, our towns, our villages, our cities and going, how are we planning them? How are we managing them? to ensure that people have access to a home. And I think that will mean challenging big property development, land-owning interests. But I think that's the only way we can get around this. Why are the government not listening to people like you? You have these ideas and solutions. Are you ever invited to talk to them? Um, <laughs> sometimes. Not a lot. Um I think that they have been very captured by... The way I would put it is they, they've been... They bought into this ideology, this market ideology that councils, you know, were to get out of delivering social housing. And it's not just this government, it's governments over the last 30 years have followed that policy of this slow decline, undermining of councils. You know, Wexford County Council would have built, you know, thousands of homes in the 1960s and 1970s. The National Building Agency would have done it in Wexford as well. Um, and across the country. And they basically gave up on councils. Um, and they bought into that kind of belief that councils don't work and council, the state can't do it. And over the last 10 years, then, we've seen they've been really just captured by the investor funds, the large global funds who said they would sort out, you know, after the banking crash, they would sort out Ireland's, you know, banking problem, take on these property loans that were toxic and that they would deliver the new housing. And essentially... They were unwilling and have been unwilling to really, I think, brave, take brave, bold and radical decisions that would disturb some interests who make a lot of money from property a moment, but would actually deliver homes. And I do think they have abandoned the younger generation. And I do think that they have made decisions thinking about their older voters and they've essentially sacrificed the younger generation's potential of a home. That's quite strong stuff, Rory, and I know I'm going to get reaction on that, and I'm going to put it out to our Morning Mix listeners if they agree with you. Can we take it then that you believe the government is fully to blame for this, or are there other parties involved? 
Well, as I said, government and successive parties who have been in government over the last 30 years, I think, are to blame for this. Um, governments have a key responsibility to deliver housing and to ensure housing is delivered. And they have failed. They have failed utterly to do that. Mm. With an election looking set for next year sometime, do you think a change in government will make a difference? Have you looked at Sinn Féin policies? Do you think within their policies, if you have looked at them, uh, it could bring real change? Or what are your thoughts? I I think that they clearly, Sinn Féin's policies are much more in favour of public housing, um, of treating housing as a human right. They have committed to holding a referendum um, to put a right to housing in the Constitution. Similarly, the Social Democrats have said the same. Um, so if they got elected and if they followed through in their promises, then I think there would be change. Um, I think the real issue will be if a new government is elected, that the property investors, the developers will be in there straight away saying, oh, well, you might have fancy ideas for change, but we actually run the show. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.